What's up, y'all? And welcome to another episode of Worldly Church Girl. It's your girl, your host, Lillian Harshaw. On today's show, I have the privilege to introduce to you a Division I women's basketball coach. He's also a motivational speaker whose desire is to reach 1 million people to help them become a better version of themselves through his life's testimony. It gives me honor to introduce to you J.J. Davis. So you've done a lot of exciting things in your life, but let's begin with being the Division I women's basketball coach. Did you always know you wanted to be a coach? You know, from a very young age, uh, I wanted to be a coach. Uh, I grew up in an area where athletics was a was a place that that I, I knew that I had to, to do and I had to succeed at to to be able to change my my cycle in life. And uh, you know, I knew one day the basketball would stop bouncing. This was a way for me to inspire uh, as many people as possible. Um, and, and I I read once that a coach inspires more more people in a lifetime than, than a lot of other careers do. And, and when I found that out, I decided that I really wanted to be a, a coach. Okay, so would you say that's what you enjoy most about being a coach is being inspiring? Yeah, you know, wins and losses are fading, man. Um, we I, I talk a lot about culture and a 1% culture, and, and that kind of means like unconditional love and, and being able to have that unconditional love that most coaches don't have, man, you know, and, and I, I've kind of learned that that if you are able to love them when they're here and love them when they go, it, that's the that's the best thing that, that can happen. And wins and losses, um, you know, practices and workouts that they take care of themselves. It's it's what do you do? outside of, of practices, the inspiring and, and the cool part about coaching. So you're more about building their character. What our mission at Neosho is, and we call it the Neosho way, is being able, after five years, what do they look like after five years? You know, that we're with them for two years and then they go somewhere else for two years. And we're kind of defined here at Neosho by the, what they look like five years after us. And if we put some core values in them, and if we put some things in them that make them, you know, make them be productive citizens and, and get their dreams, man. Like at the end of the day, you don't come to college without a dream. So you have a dream, you have an idea, and it's our job as coaches because most kids listen to coaches and uh, it's our job to make them chase that dream. Now, how are you dealing with the current situation with the pandemic and how's it affecting you and the team? I'm all, I've always been a guy that, you know, the glass has always been half full and you got to be an optimistic guy and, and you just got to find different ways. You got to be creative. And, and again, man, it's about love. You tell these kids that their family, regardless if it's virus or not virus, we're going to find a way to contact our family every single day during this time. And, and so, like, that's the same way it is with our players. You know, we, we Zoom once a day. We make sure that we, we uh, text every day. I've texted every single player that's ever played for me every single day. I, I text them a motivational quote every single day, One of my thought of the day. Um, I, I've been doing that for probably six years now where I text every kid that's ever played for me and every current player. Maybe I'm the only person that they get positivity from every day. And, and uh, you know, I think that's I think that's my job. And so during this time when when it's stressful and it's uncertain, you know, they need somebody in their life familiar. And, you know, we do a workout to get together every day. We do a body weight workout every day together to stay in shape. And of course, I give them challenges every day um, 
basketball wise and leadership wise and community service wise, just to keep them fresh, keep them excited to look to, to something new. Because in times like this, you know, you can just sit around on the couch and just turn into a vegetable and, and then really your mindset and, and your, your everything else starts to really turn into something that's really negative. I'm curious, what are the challenges that you've given them that shoot that I could use? So today, I'll just give you an example. Our hashtag today was a, a thank you letter to a loved one. They write a letter on, on their notes on their phone and then they put it on Twitter to that loved one. Uh, that's kind of that's kind of one of our uh, you know, that's one of our leadership things. Um, some of our other challenges are like we have a physical challenge. How many burpees can you do in 14 minutes and 42 seconds? In our program, we talk about 1%, and 1% of the day is 14 minutes and 42 seconds. So we talk about like, hey, if you can't, if you can't do something for 1% of your day, that's probably not your passion, and that's okay. But find your passion and then be able to do it for 1% of your day. What inspired you to being a motivational speaker? Um, you know, I, I grew up. In a in an area where my mom and dad both both uh, abandoned me, and I waited out on that on that that fourth step that they my grandparents raised me in a basically they were emergency foster care, and if you've ever been to to the hood, you know that everybody in hood is emergency foster care, and you protect your own right. And my mother was was one of those ladies that. That it didn't matter, no matter what, we we all were welcome. And I have a story of overcoming and and uh, being abandoned and making some good decisions and bad decisions. I have a pretty unique story. I think uh, kids and teachers uh, really need to hear that story. You know, um, to give them hope, to let teachers know that hey, man, just because kids are distracted or or don't learn the, the quickest. Um, they're listening. They just need somebody to love on them a little bit more. And if you're that kid that 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 needs that unconditional love, when if you had some rough times and you've had to go through some battles, um, I've kind of been through those battles, and and I, I want to inspire those kids that anything's possible. What do you love most about public speaking? It's the joy of knowing, like if I'm in a in a conference of thirty people or fifty people. Um, that it, even if just one person goes back and like the message, there's a great chance that 30 kids are going to really get, they're going to get that love and they're going to get that unconditional love. And kind of in my own egotistical way, I, I, I can kind of add that to my 30 people of inspiring 1 million hearts, you know, uh, and, and that's kind of, you know, I don't care if I inspire all 1 million, but if I inspire one, that inspires 1 million. I feel like I had a little bit of part to doing that. And, and that's, and that's just the goal. If we have more people that just inspired as many people as possible, um, this would be a happier place. So how do you prepare to do your speaking? My, my wife, uh, my wife laughs at me. Uh, I go upstairs and, and, uh, I, I do my, so right now I have, uh, coach Jay's tip of the day, which is like a 30 second thing I do every day on Twitter. And I do a thought of the day. I'll start in May, a Coach Jay's Motivational Minute. So that kind of talks about my background and, and, and gives you kind of like a minute of hope. Being able to do those for the last probably three years have kind of helped me with my public speaking. And, and how I prepare is, it's going to sound really funny, but uh, I, I had a Russian foreign exchange student and she went with me on a couple of my 
on my speeches. And right before I go into the speech, I go into the bathroom. I look in the mirror. Um, I tell myself that that I have to have somebody uh, that somebody out there wants to hear my message. And, and, and that's important. And, and no matter how I feel, no matter how scared or how nervous or how anxious I am about it, it I, I, I get up and I, I go and I, I get that same feeling I got when I played uh, college basketball, pro basketball, uh, because if you're anxious, I feel like if you're anxious, that means that you want to do the best that you can for the people that you're presenting in front of. As my grandma said, you know, we're all circus performers, and um, I chose to play a sport. And I, I came home one day, and I, I didn't perform very well. And she said, babe, you're just like that elephant, babe. you got to be able to f- perform, and you got to find a way to perform in millions of people. And, and right now, we're all circuses. <laughs> we're all circus performers. And, and if that's the path you chose, you've got to be able to do that. And that's kind of stuck with me. I, I've always felt anxious for those guys in those tiger pens at the circus place. <laughs> What do you want your audiences to take away when they leave one of your sessions? You know, I, I want them to understand that that life is not about us. It's about who we want to inspire the next generation and what do we want to get out of the, that next generation. When I realized that it's not about me and it's about serving as many human beings as possible, um, I felt like that is kind of the switch that went off in my body. That, that helped me change my life, that helped me change my relationship with my wife, that helped me change the relationship with my players, that helps me uh, inspire uh, the people I speak in front of. Who inspires you? My wife. My wife is an amazing woman. Uh, you know, not very many. I, I tell my story when I go talk about my miracle presentation, when I talk to prisoners and, and, and counselors, uh, I talk about my miracle. Um, you know, my wife is my miracle. Uh, when I got done playing pro ball, I, I'd made some bad choices, did some bad things. And, and uh, she got me out of a, uh, a homeless shelter. I was living from from house to house. And then the days that my brothers wouldn't let me live with them, I would live in a, in a homeless shelter. I'd eat at a food shelter. And, and she found me. And, and this is what I tell people all the time when I talk about my miracle presentation is, do you love your person so much that you would get them out of a homeless shelter? Would you go to a homeless shelter, get them out of a homeless shelter, and then love on them unconditionally, even as they're still trying to change their habits, be able to make them better? And and she's that woman. How did you guys meet? I I, I played uh, slow pitch softball, and she was was playing on a co-ed team, and I I decided one day that I was going to try out for this uh, pretty pretty good slow pitch softball team, and she was there and you know i tried to speak to her she didn't have nothing to do with me she had a daughter and you know she she'd been through a a, a tough situation and and long story short i would every week i would ask the daughter to go eat pizza with me the daughter would go every week i'd ask my wife every week if she wanted to come and she'd never come and finally one day her daughter asked her mom hey are you gonna come eat and she finally said yes and and that's the end of the story and that or the beginning of the story one or the other you used the baby. <laughs> I did. I used, I, used, I used the daughter. Oh, that is funny, but it worked. What do you think drives you? Is it passion or is it fear not going after your passion? You know, I think it's the fear of failure, fear of failing kids, fear of failing my wife, fear of failing my grandma. Here's what I'll say you got to have 90% 
unconditional love. And you got to have 10% of that, man, you suck right now. You got to get up and go do something. When I'm really good and, and, and I'm being what I'm supposed to be, that 10% is really kicking my butt every day. And, I, and I'm getting to the next spot. I'm getting to the next hurdle. I'm getting to the things that I'm scared of. I'm scared of the past. I've been scared of doing podcasts. I, you know, it's just those things. And you have to have that 10% of fear to be able to go, oh, man, I can beat this, you know? And, mm-hmm. and, if you're, and if you're an athletic person, you continue to give yourself self-talk to make yourself better. What is your top three important goals? To be the best husband I can be. Um, that's the number one. And, and when I mean best husband I can be, that means doing doing what my faith tells me to do to be a great husband. My second uh, goal is, is to in, inspire one million hearts and, and make one million people believe in, in, in unconditional love, believe in the 1% culture, believe in 1% positive mindset. And then the third goal is is spend as much time with my my granddaughter and my daughters as, as I possibly can. You don't even look old enough to have a granddaughter. <laughs> yeah, I have I have a three. It, today's her birthday. Oh, yeah. happy birthday! <laughs> yes, today is her birthday. Beautiful three year old granddaughter. Oh, that's a fun age. I have a granddaughter who's she'll be three this year too. And it's just hard to believe. It's like you never think you can love somebody with this type of love until you get that grandbaby. Man, listen, you know, uh, I, I did a video and I'm pretty good at videos, but I did a video today and I, I had a hard time not crying. Like I'm like when, when she came in my life, you know, it, it just changed. It changed everything. Like I have a really big passion to be the best that I can be. And, and but now I, I want to be the best basketball coach for my wife and my daughter so I can provide for them. But now I want to be the best public speaker and motivational speaker so I can provide for my granddaughter. It, it just gives you a, it gives you motivation to, to, to get off your behind and, and go do something. I have a list of things that I say every day to keep myself going from my uh, vision board. But the very last thing on there is I always say is I want to be able to bless others. That's amazing. And I'm glad to hear that you have a vision board. I have my own vision board at work and, and at home. I kind of went old school ghetto with it. I made it on the computer that it could fit in an eight by 10 frame and, and I put it up and, and I got to see it every day. Um, you know? Oh, mine's just as ghetto. It's, uh, <laughs> I printed out some stuff on my computer and I taped it off on my um, cabinet that I have to open up every day to get ready. So I have no choice. So I got like probably 30 things stuck on there with tape of things I want to do, things, places I want to go, things I want to have, and then a whole list of things that I want, you know, God to manifest. And I was looking at it today. I was like, actually, I need to add some more stuff to this thing. So I'm, I'm like, I need to make some room and get some more tape. Amen. <laughs> Amen. That's it, man. Like that vision board is, is, is amazing. I heard Steve Harvey say one time, that the amount of land on this earth, um, you, if everybody had their their equal share of, of land, that they would have five acres. And that just, that touched me being from the hood. You know, you don't have that. You know, five acres, man, I think everybody should be entitled to five. I, I'm like Steve Harvey, man. I think if that's what you want and you want five acres, I think that you should be able to work your behind off and, and be able to work to get that five acres. 
Right. And that's the key. Work for it. It's not going to come to you unless you work for it. That's why they say faith without works is dead. I ain't going to lie. When years ago, when people were talking about vision boards and vision boards, I was like, okay, yeah, whatever. Sounds cute. Yeah. I'm like, man, oh, of course Oprah got a vision board. Like, she got everything. She needs she needs to put it on there and what she ain't got. You know, like, right. that's, what, that's the way I thought about it. And then, you know, as time has went by, I was like, okay. Um, you know, if I see it every day and, and you know, God sees it too, and right? He's going, and he's going to, he's going to see it, he, he, but he's going to do it in his time. That's what's hard for me. Um, when, 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 when God does it on his own time, um, you know, yeah, not, not necessarily fast enough. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I read that verse the other day where he said that God takes care of birds and, and like ants and things like that. Like, how's it? Why isn't he gonna get, take care of you? That changed everything. So I cannot thank you enough for doing this because I know you're a busy person. Well, I I appreciate it, Miss Lily, and this was this was this was the highlight of my day. I promise you, I was waiting on you all day. I was waiting <laughs> on this one. Thank you, Miss Lillian, for having me on. And and if if uh, if uh, if you ever need to fill a slot ever again and whatever I, I would love to help you oh you know it i'll definitely uh reach out to you and don't say it because this i got it recorded hey, <laughs> I, I, i'm definitely i'm all in so i'm all in and, and uh I, I love i love what you're doing i love that that you're inspiring and helping other people and who you connect your four closest friends with is who you become man and, that's right and if you're gonna if you're gonna lock up with some other people that do positive stuff, then then one day you're gonna make it. I believe that thoroughly. I always say that. Check your circle. If your circle is not trying to be better, you might need to re- rethink your circle. Right. Yeah. That's that's it. And I, I read something today, and I'm gonna leave you with this one. And I won't tell you. I won't give you no more. But I want I want you to hear this. It said, write down twenty five goals. Right. Write mm-hmm. down 25 goals. I want you to do this, Miss Lillian. And then I want you to circle five of them, okay? And then I want you to forget about the rest of the 20 and just focus on those five. Because we all have broad focuses. But once we figure out what those five ones that we want, man, it, it starts to change change the game. How could anyone get in contact with you? You know, we I, I do a daily uh, text um, every day. Um, and I don't mind giving out my cell phone. My cell phone number is 785 785- Four eight eight six zero five five. If you need a daily inspirational text every single day, um, just text me and say, "Can I have your daily text?" Um, and then uh, my Twitter is at JJ Davis Neosho one. My Instagram is uh, JJ Davis Neosho Basketball. All right. Now here is your last question. Are you ready? Yes, ma'am. If you could have any song be your theme song when you walked into a room, what would it be and why? Oh man, man, oh man! I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Eight Mile when he does at the end when he when he's doing the Eight Mile when he's right. Uh, lose yourself. Lose yourself, and this is why. When, when B-Rabbit, when Eminem decided that he would just tell everybody about what he was, 
and he didn't hide from it no more, the world became everything to him. And that's when he became, when he was telling it, telling on his homeboys because he shot himself and he lives in the hood and his mama lives in a trailer. Like, and, and you know, I, I do a motivational speech about that. Like when, when, I, when, when I was able to tell everything that I was, what else can they say about you? That's dope. I love that. That is, I I never really thought about that scene like that. I mean, that scene always got me hyped, but I never thought of it that way. That's, that's what's up. I love that. I used to have that song on heavy rotation in my car. Man, I I loved it, man. And and, you know, and and it's kind of my theme song. You got to lose yourself and you got to figure it out. You got to, you got to stop hiding from the things that you did in your past. And you, you let people know, and it's their choice, man. If they like you or don't like you, I mean, I, what I've learned as being a college coach is you could be the best person every single day to the same to the person every single day, and they still gonna hate you just because yep. either they're, they're either jealous of you or they're not you. <laughs> right? So, they either jealous of you or they're not you, or they just don't know you. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Because <laughs> I remember uh, it was my senior year in high school, and this girl who I used to see every day, one day she sat beside me in the lunchroom and looked at me and said, You know, I used to hate you. I'm like, What? She said, I used to hate you. I'm like, Okay, this is literally like the first time we ever talked. <laughs> <laughs> she said, I don't know. It was just something about you, and I just hated you. But she said, But you seem pretty cool. I'm like, Okay. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate. I appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> thanks for thinking I don't. I don't suck after you finally talked to me. <laughs> right now, I feel a certain type of way because I'm like, what, what was it about me all these past three years that I suck? <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. Well, thank you so much again, and like, like I'm gonna hold you to it. Hey, hold me to it, Miss Lily, and I, I love being on the show. And- and, uh, you know, just keep inspiring Miss Lillian. You're doing a great job. And, and I'm just blessed that you allowed me to be on your podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you. You're the best. You're the best. And I appreciate you. <laughs> You're welcome. You too. You have a good one. I have a great day. Have a blessed day. You too. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you, JJ, for being on my show. I greatly appreciate it. Your testimony is definitely one for the books. And I only hope that God continues to bless you and your family in all your endeavors. And if you would like to be on Worldly Church Girl, click the link below, shoot me an email, and let's see what we can do with this thing. And oh yeah, you still haven't subscribed? Why not? Keep telling you these shows will only get better and better. Thanks for joining your one and only Worldly Church Girl.